Hey, Shepherd family. It's Holy Thursday. It's also known as Maundy Thursday. It's the night that the Christian church learned what it was like to join together at a table and eat a meal together, enjoy fellowship together, to be together. And I'm reminded that on a night like tonight, where the Christian church has historically gathered around the holy altar of the Lord's Supper, that there is nothing worse than an empty table. Some of you know what an empty table is all about. Some of you have felt the pain of having lost a loved one, and after the funeral is over, after the mourners have left, you come to understand what it means to make your own meal and sit by yourself in the kitchen and feel the pain of dinner, a meal, at an empty table. Some of you have relocated across the country and you still have your spouse and maybe even your children with you, but your loved ones, your parents, your cousins, your brothers and sisters, siblings, they are left behind. And those family dinners that you used to have on Sunday afternoons or Friday evenings, they are no more. And in this time of relocation, you're coming to understand there is nothing worse than an empty table. I'm reminded that 2,000 years ago, the Lord Christ gathered with his disciples at a Passover feast. It was an everyday Passover feast. Well, granted, it was the Son of God who was the host, but it was a Passover feast. The room was filled, 13 men sitting at table, Jesus and his disciples, a number of other people, uh, arguably, serving them and preparing the meal, uh, flittering about. I'm reminded that even though the room was full and the table had no open seats, that table too was painfully empty at that, the Last Supper of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm painfully mindful that that table, even though it was filled with conversation, even though there was a nervous kind of energy at that table, I'm painfully aware that that table was for the Lord Jesus Christ painfully empty. At one seat in that room at that table, there was a betrayer. We know his name to be Judas. He was present at that table, but his heart was distant because of his constant commitment to betray the Lord Jesus Christ. At another seat at the table, there was Peter. He would not be known as a betrayer. In some ways worse, he would be a denier. He knew better, and yet he was committed in those early morning hours, as people asked him again and again, don't you know him? Weren't you with him? Aren't you one of his disciples? Peter would say three times, I, I, I never knew the man. And uh, say what you will about those famous two. 
there were 10 others there and they would be deserters. By their own fleeing actions, they would choose to deny and betray the Lord Jesus Christ equally in that critical moment when they could have stepped up and vouched safe for him, but they didn't. Yeah, that table at that Passover feast where the Lord Jesus Christ was a host, that table was painfully empty. And Jesus Christ was sitting there all by himself. And as he went forward from that table, as he went out into that night, the truth became more and more obvious by the minute this act of salvation, he would go all by himself. There's nothing worse than an empty table. It was in those moments, in that emptiness, that our Lord Jesus Christ did what he always did, what he would always do, what he even wants to do for us now in the emptiness of our sins, in our desertion and denial and betrayal, he said to his disciples, Take, eat. This bread is my body. Take and drink this cup of the New Testament. It is my blood. This supper that was vacant, this table that was empty of all humanity was consumed by the love of God as he, through his son Jesus Christ, gave of his body and blood so that the sins of the whole world could be atoned for. A body broken, bloodshed, so that you and I and deniers and betrayers and deserters alike, we could be reconciled. We could all be reconciled to God. I'm mindful that in our shepherd family, our table tonight may be empty. We are not able, as we have for 40 consecutive Maundy Thursdays to gather and receive this sacred meal as the family that God has made us to be. I invite you tonight, if you are able, go and find some bread. Pull out a bottle of wine. And remember these words that are in so many ways the last testament of our Lord Jesus for those of us who are accustomed to not only sitting at empty tables, but being the very ones who set those empty tables as well. On the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. He gave it to his beloved disciples and he said, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. This do in remembrance of me. And in the same way also, after the supper, he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to all of them. 
And he said, take and drink. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do at whatever table you occupy, whether an altar in the church or a table in your kitchen, this do in remembrance of me. Knowing this, that there is a day coming when the table will cease being empty and the courts of heaven will be filled again and we will be home and we will be with him who is the Lord of the table. That's the meaning of Maundy Thursday. That's the hope of our Christian church. Shepherd, I miss you. I look forward with Pastor Allen to seeing you again soon. But until that time, remember the table and receive the gifts of forgiveness and mercy that have been given and provided for you there. Amen.